Welcome to The Liberated Life. Get ready to free your mind, body, and spirit in business and pleasure. Now here's your host, Robin Quinn Keen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Liberated Life. Super happy to have you here today. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Shelly Howard. So she is the founder and CEO of College Ready, and she helps people go to college, kids go to college, without incurring tons of debt. So she helps them and their parents, I'm sure too, right, Shelly, get ready for college. So I'm so happy to have you here today and looking forward to our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to dive in. Wonderful. We met because you were introduced to me by another friend. And uh, when when I was listening to you talk that day that we met in a pop-up mastermind, I thought, oh, there are so many people who think that sending their kids to college is going to wreck them, right? They're, they're not prepared. They see the cost of college. Uh, we, I have four kids, you do too. And as you know, you take a look at what it costs for room and board and tuition. And if you're looking at out of state or private in addition, wow, that is just ridiculous sums of money. Tell me a little bit about your story, Shelly. How did you end up starting the company College Ready, what was the motivation for that? Absolutely. So I'll give you the short version. I want to keep it uh, concise. Uh, It all started, honestly, with my oldest child. I was the first to go to college on both sides of my family, and I did everything possibly wrong. I really didn't even take a test. I applied to only two schools, and I got into both, and it was just like, okay, I guess that was it. And uh, it was, it was not an easy path. I changed my major five times. I kind of did it all the wrong things. And so when my son was in eighth grade, he came to me and said, mom, I know exactly what I want to do. And I know exactly what college. And I was like, really? Cause I, I don't know what that would look like. He said, yeah, I want to go to a top tier Ivy, I think is what they call them. And I want to be a brain surgeon. And long pause. (laughs) I was like, of course you do. Okay. And as a mom, I knew at that point I was going to have to seek help. We had no medicine, no doctor, no physicians, no second tier. So I was at a complete loss. So it all started with a need from one of my children. Well, that's amazing. And I think you and I have more in common than we even know, because I had a very similar story. Like my parents thought I wasn't really college material. Um, My dad said, you got through high school and your personality. That was what my dad said when I graduated. I'm like, gee, thanks, dad. And uh, but I shocked both of my parents because I had an opportunity to go to Santa Barbara to Westmont College for this big event called Spring Sing with another girl that I knew who was already there. And I came home, this was in May of my senior year, I applied and I got in and suddenly I was going to a private, pretty high end Christian college in Southern California. My parents were like, what? <laughs> so, so yeah, no planning, no no agenda, no intention. So yeah, having a child like your yours who said, this is what I wanna do and an Ivy League college to boot, that must've been pretty shocking. It was. And I remember asking him, how did you even hear about this opportunity? And I, I do have to, to lend the, um, you know, pass the baton, his uh, ASB leadership. He was in eighth, eighth grade and he was the president of his eighth grade. And that teacher said, you know, you're kind of a natural born leader. You belong at an Ivy League school. And of course, he looked it up and he's like, 
wow, that sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. So we took him on a tour of many um, top schools and he was just dead set. I mean, there was nothing stopping him. So after that, I went and toured 25 colleges every semester, went back to school and got my master's degree. And I'm like a certified college consultant I've now been doing it 13 years, so it doesn't seem as crazy as the whole concept was, but when he got into seven top tier schools, everybody wanted to know how, how did you do that? And College Ready was founded because there was a need for information. Wow, that's really, I love that story. Going back to college yourself and getting a, an advanced degree just so you could figure all of this out, right? That's that's amazing um, dedication there. And so have your other kids followed in similar path to your oldest? So he knew very early on and he never wavered. So he just graduated medical school, um, gosh, two months ago and he just started, he's an orthopedic surgeon at UCLA doing his residency. So he went from brain to, you know, bone, but um, yeah, he never wavered. And so the second one, it, of course, is very different. Like most of us have unique children. And her dream school was University of Alabama. And I, I remember asking her, I'm like, why? Why Alabama? And she goes, duh, mom, the football team. And I'm like, oh, you're going to play football. And she's like, that's not even funny. So she was very much led there because she was a competitive cheerleader. And she wanted the sorority thing and she wanted the football games and she, they had a, a very, or they still do have a really strong nursing program. And she knew she wanted to be a nurse. Someday she wanted to work with her brother and they were going to be a doctor nurse. And she is now a nurse and he is now a doctor and they have the opportunity to do this in their future. And it is quite amazing. Yeah, my stepson, he's he's our next one in line and he just graduated this year. He's heading off to San Francisco State into doing broadcast production, completely different than the other two. And then the baby at home is our senior and she is thinking international business maybe. So very unique paths they've all had. Yeah. And yet what they all have in common is they need to go to college and somebody needs to pay for it. For sure. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine, and me too, with four kids, can I imagine what the cost would have been had we had to pay every penny of it, right? Just prohibitive. And yet we want our children to be able to choose and we want to have that freedom of having our children live the dream and not come out on the other side, either of us with enormous debt. 100%. That's, that is our mission is to help a million families understand, be knowledgeable about return on investment. It is my mantra to help students understand if you're going to do a career that does not need the, um, the backbone of that college for you to have an alumni support do you really need to spend $72,000 a year to do social work? You know, I, I love social work. I think it's very needed. I'm just saying, do you really need to do it with a, a serious amount of debt? That's a great point, right? And I think, you know, just from my experience and my generation, as your generation as well, 
there's this, for us anyway, there's this thing in the back running for many of us was that we went to college. Our parents, uh, you know, maybe we're the first in our families to go to college, maybe not, but our parents wanted us to go. So we wanted to go. So naturally our kids should go. But I don't know if that's entirely true anymore. I think there are, like you said, there are certain paths that totally require college, but maybe there are other paths that don't. And maybe like you were saying too, do you need to pick a top tier college, the most expensive one to do the thing you want to do well? Or is there an alternative route or one that isn't so overwhelmingly expensive? Did you say $72,000 for college? Yes. yes. Is that like the average or what is that? No, that's that's on the expensive side, but there's about about 16 of them right now at that that tier. And so, you know, when my daughter was doing um, all of her investigation, she found out for nursing that it's not where you graduate from, but it's how well you do on the NCLEX. And so I told her, then we need to build that opportunity in. And so she ended up transferring to CBU and she graduated with zero debt. It cost us absolutely nothing. And she got a job straight out of college as a pediatric registered nurse living her dream with no debt. So those are the conversations I try to help families understand are important. I often hear, oh, we'll figure it out once they get in and they allow their 17 year old to do this work on their own. But you know, I ask families all the time, would you allow them to buy you a home? Or for that matter, would you allow your 17 year old to buy you a car? Yeah. I mean, that's a bit terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Yes, because those are very, uh, those decisions have huge implications. And so I, I love that you're asking those questions because I, I think they're, you know, I don't know what was going on with my mom and dad because they were both college graduates and I don't know what they were thinking about me. Maybe it was just because I grew up too close to the Mad Men era, right? I was like, <laughs> where little girls were not supposed to be the ones that like, flew and you know all of that and so maybe they just didn't really think I was that serious about college but um wow to leave it all on a kid to make the decision without any guidance I I think parents are so so it should be included really early on so let me ask you Shelly when do you really in the ideal world when would you really start having conversations with parents and their kids about college plans? When does that happen? When should it happen, ideally? So best case scenario, you know, as the, as the child is growing up and you're, you're teaching them the love of reading, well, why do I need to read? Well, let me tell you, this thing called college is really neat, and that's it. And then as they get a little older and they're like, why do I need to take the hard class and get a good grade? Well, there's this thing called college that's going to open up opportunity for you. Again, not a big deal. As soon as they say, tell me more about this thing, college, they've opened up the window to a discussion into a new world. And, you know, we started touring colleges as just part of our family vacation. You know, I remember taking my son to Harvard in fifth grade, and it was not to sell him on the school whatsoever, but it is so much history. There's so much to that area and that school. And I just wanted him to see 
This is not like elementary or middle school or high school. So ultimately, if a student could start the process when they promote from eighth grade, because that summer before high school is the most unutilized summer ever, but that counts on their application. So it gives them three months jumpstart into the whole process. It doesn't have to be fire hose, it's a gentle drip. What are you passionate about? What are your core values? What do you enjoy? What are you good at? Those are all preparation for college and preparing the student for someday asking them, what do you wanna major in? What type of career? If you jump straight to that their senior year, it's like a deer in headlights. They're like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not prepared to answer this. So when we start them younger, it's gentle and fun. And when we start them older, hopefully they're mature and we have to fire hose it. Wow. That's, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that's very interesting. So when you talk about the summer before ninth grade, after eighth grade, are you, uh, are you starting to direct them towards activities that they can put on their application. Uh, I know things have changed. I think, you know, when I was getting ready for college, even though I didn't really get ready, I just went, but it was like the more things that you were involved in the better, right? Like I was, I was senior class president. I was a cheerleader. I was, right. And that was, that was great. But now I've heard, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but they're looking at longer plays. They're looking at like, Hey, you know, what have you demonstrated passion in? What have you pursued? What kinds of community service have you done? Not over like the summer, but longer play. Is that correct? Am I right in thinking? That is correct. And they, they know when you're doing it for college and they know when you're doing it for yourself. And that's where, that's where the long play that you speak about comes in because if you sign up and show up for community service, it's very apparent to college. You are doing it because you think it impresses them, but that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for a passion with a purpose to create change and leading others to help create that change. That doesn't happen overnight. That doesn't happen your senior year. If you slowly, gently build up, what am I passionate about? What do I want to see change? How do I lead others to do it? All of our students do at least 200 hours worth of community service. And that is where they figure out, what am I good at? Am I a leader or a follower? Do I want to sit at a desk? Do I want to have every day different? What are my gifts and my talents? So when we start them young, we're helping them self-explore without putting the focus on them because they think they're serving somebody else. And it's a brilliant way to really give them a chance to explore who they are and why does it matter? Wow, I love that approach. That is really interesting. Uh, and so is community service considered like, so let me just, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's community service, but there would also be activities like playing the piano or be participating in a sport for a long term. Are they looking at the whole package? I'm assuming colleges are really looking at like well-roundedness in some way, or are they more looking at consistency in one or two things? So about seven years ago, it was well-rounded. That was the key. Now, okay. now the term is how will you stand out? Oh. So they want to know somebody else will have your GPA. Somebody else will have your test score. Somebody will have community service of some sort. Mm -hmm. 
So why should I pick you? Mm. And so it's helping that student be their own unique individual, put on their blinders, focus on making them the best they can be. And then colleges are like, now here is a genuine person. I know who they are and I know why it matters and they will fit in perfectly at our school. Okay. And so it's really, I mean, I can see how it's to everyone's advantage, the approach that you're taking, right? Early community service, find out who you are, see how you show up, figure out what your passion is, figure out what your values are, and then being um, a natural fit at a particular college, as opposed to what I did, which was just threw my hand up and said, I'm going here, right? And you too, right? Like, hey, guess what? I'm going to college, everybody. Yeah, no thought at all. Um, and it wasn't a perfect fit for me either. I, I will say that. And some people are like, oh, you're so lucky you got to go to Westmont College in Santa Barbara. Yeah, wasn't a great fit for me. It wasn't. Um, and we talk about, you know, the academic fit, the social fit. Um, what else? So there's a fit academically, a fit socially. What and a are fit financially? A fit financially. Okay, I knew I was missing one. Okay, right. So, and without planning ahead, you're just going to be limited. Your child is going to have limited options and could end up in a place that either they're not happy academically, socially, or you're not happy financially, right? So it makes so much sense, Shelley, the work that you're doing to help it just makes total sense to me, like more sense than most things make <laughs> in, in terms of, wow. Yeah, because this is a fi huge financial expenditure. It's a huge amount of time. It has a huge impact on everybody. So to get it right, and you, you mentioned too, you changed majors, you said, I think five times. I only changed twice. Yeah. And I graduated a year early because I just wasn't happy, right? I just wanted out. But the amount of stress that went into the experience to not have that, to just be relaxed because it's paid for and you know it's a good fit and you know that your child's going to thrive and they go in with some confidence because they have been picked. They've been selected. That's very different, isn't it? Yeah, I just right before this had lunch with two of my seniors who just graduated, both amazing young ladies. One came to me her senior year and one came to me in eighth grade. The eighth grader got a full ride to Vanderbilt the one who came to me during COVID her senior year, we got her into Berkeley. Both schools are amazing schools, but one is painful price to Berkeley and one has got a full ride to Vanderbilt. Yeah. So it's not that I can't get a student in all the way up until they apply. That's not the hard part. That's actually the easier part. The academic fit makes the easy fit. The social fit, that's the challenge and the final financial fit is critical because the FAFSA looks at the second, sem second semester of the sophomore year and the first semester of the junior year. So if I get somebody their senior year, the financial fit is out of my control. And now I'm looking at, okay, how do I do the academic check? That's no problem. I have brilliant ability to match a student. You know, our students earn $10.7 million in scholarships this year based on us matching them to the right university. That part I've got all day long. The challenge is I don't have time to fix their family's financial house. And that is, you know, there's, my hands are tied. So I, I can only do the social fit and the academic fit at that point. Wow, that's amazing, right? It makes so much sense then for um, you to be getting the word out, right? You, you're, 
everybody needs to know about this who has kids that hope to go to college or they want their kids to go to college because the amount that they could save and the fit that they could get would be so much better if they knew about you. So Shelly, tell me a little bit about how you do work with families. You and I talked briefly about this. I know that you're really working with the child, right? You're working with the student, but could you say a little bit more about what you're doing with them and how it actually works? Absolutely. So depending on when they find us, it's either very slow and fun or it's at a faster pace, but everything is custom one-to-one. So after 13 years of doing this, I create a standout strategy for each and every student who comes through our program. We then work that due dates, deadlines, colleges, you know, regular decision, priority decision. Do we use the test? Do we not use the test? Every bit of their resume has a strategy and we do that custom to the student. That is the critical piece to our success. So therefore, having students in the program with, with a path allows them to take a deep breath and know that they have somebody on their side. They don't have to stress on, am I Googling the right thing? Or how do I pick the best match college? Because there's nothing on the internet that helps any family. And then unfortunately, their high school counselor has thousands of students that they get the opportunity to work with. And they don't have the opportunity to do a one-on-one. -on -one. So if they don't hire somebody like College Ready, it is up to the student or the family to navigate this process. That's why I wrote How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind or Your Money, because what I was finding is you have to make a decision. You can either lose your mind and do it on your own, or you can lose your money and do it on your own, or like taxes. You hire a CPA because they know tax code. It's the same exact thing when you hire a professional to navigate you through the process. So it's completely custom to the student. So much peace of mind around that. Just thinking back to, you know, I've taught piano for many, many years, and there have been years where I've had kids that have gone all the way through, and now they're seniors and they're graduating, right? I've had a dozen or more of kids that make it that long. <laughs> I just am reflecting back on just the intensity of preparing those senior notebooks, the full-on panic in some students. In fact, I just remember one student in particular who started late with me. Usually kids start really young, but she came in like at 17 and wanted to learn piano. I'm like, is this your senior year? Do you have a senior notebook due? And she's like, yes, but it won't be a problem. Oh no, it was a huge problem, right? She could not stay focused. And nobody could blame her. She was in a panic over all of this prep she had to do to go to the college she wanted. So I think about that too. And I think, wow, wouldn't it just feel better to know my kid is okay. We're moving in the right direction. We're not going to have a financial burden. It's a small you know, investment for this huge ROI of not having all these things and so much stress that senior year. And if you have kids like mine where they're just stacked up in a row, you're like, oh my gosh, how many years am I going to have stress, right? Like <laughs> I might have a year off here and there, but it's pretty much like full on craziness. So I think it, it makes so much sense, Shelly. Thank you for sharing that. I could ask you for tips, but I think you've already told us the tips, uh, which are be thinking far ahead and think about getting the right match for those three areas that we talked about. So, so important. I can hear that. 
Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything that you think my listeners should be considering or something they should know that you haven't said yet? Yes. So there is not a day that doesn't go by where I get a phone call. So it's obviously a very prominent question. How do I know what my student is passionate about? How do I pick the right major and the right college? Okay. Mm. What is happening is you're asking them and you're as the parent, because I'm a parent of four, what they hear is, are your chores done? Is your essay written? And oh, by the way, what are you planning on doing? And therefore they completely shut down. So what I do is we have fun. We don't fill in bubbles and we don't, I mean, we can, but that's not how I like to do it. We have fun conversations that I record and then I send to the family and I ask them about their core values. They're like, what do you mean? And then I ask them if I gave them a million dollars, what would they do with it? And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so stressful. And I'm like, no, it's hypothetical. <laughs> and so we, we talk about, do you ever want to move out and start your own family? Like, do you know how much that costs? And to be quite honest, there's just nobody having those conversations that they feel safe about. They don't have them in the high school at home. They hear the parent may be asking, but it's in a very stressful situation for them on the most part. So what I encourage families to do is even if you have somebody safe that they can talk to, give your questions to that person if you don't want to hire a professional and have them ask and then let you know. Because I I can't get these students to be quiet when we're on a call. They are so full of telling me about what they want in their life and parents are blown away. So that would be my recommendation is that's, that's half the battle. They're so scared of saying the wrong thing, of letting you down, of not picking the right major, that they don't want to tell you, I want to go into art because they may not may know that you are not paying for an art degree. But I'm happy to tell them, do you know how much an art major makes? Do you know what their chances of getting a job is right out of college? I don't tell them no, but I help them see that is that the path they want to take? So those are the things I, I like to share with parents that they can do on their own. And, you know, like I said, my mission is just to give knowledge. Well, that's a wonderful suggestion. It just reminds me of last year when COVID hit, I had a high school senior and a college senior, right? And I'm like, really? And my husband, my ex-husband asked our senior, well, what are you going to do now? And she's like, she was, she like her whole senior year got canceled. Right. And she was like, what? And I looked at him and I said, well, what are you going to do now? Right. Cause everything was up in the air completely. So I, and I could just see it, you know, she felt that as immense pressure in a time where nobody had answers to anything. It was like April. Right. And like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, Brett, she, she doesn't know, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody does. It's a really stressful time, but I could feel it from her. Like she's already feeling pressure about her senior year. And now somebody else is asking her to explain what she wants to do. And I agree. I think having somebody else in a more, well, just, you know, we have expectations and they know it. Mm-hmm. They have hopes and dreams and they, and they pick up on that for sure. And so they don't want to let us down right? That's part of it. And they don't want to disappoint us. 
And like you said, too, they might be afraid to tell us what they really want because maybe we're not going to support them in it. So I love your idea, Shelley, of having a, a somebody else like you or a friend or whoever it needs to be in the curiosity with them about it from a much more open-ended place and not one from expectations and disappointment, all that stuff that, that makes so much sense to me. Mm-hmm. So Shelly, how do people find you? Where, where are you? I know you're out there, but where are you? Yeah. So the easiest place to find us is on the website. So it's not just me. There's a team of us. We have 11 of us all over the United States and we have students internationally as well. So the best place to go is um, collegereadyplan.com. And from there, you can set up a free discovery session with myself. You can purchase my best-selling book, How to Send Your Student to College Without Losing Your Mind to Your Money on Amazon. And the other thing is I'm all over social media. If you type in college ready plan, because that's what it's all about is our plan. That is the best way to reach me. And I would be more than happy to speak with you and help you to figure out what is the best path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm curious, Shelly, do you speak? I imagine you speak on summits and different places. I, I just wonder, are you speaking in front of uh, high schools? Do you have those opportunities? Do those come up or is that harder to do? I'm always looking for opportunity to speak. So if there's anybody out there that could put me in front of those people, that would be amazing. The more I can share this information, and as you can see, I'm not looking to sell anything. I'm just trying to help provide some great knowledge so you can make decisions, but it is hard to get into the high school. So, you know, it takes an introduction to a principal or a superintendent or the dean of students, you know, a PTA president, a Girl Scout leader, Eagle Scout leader. There's so any place students are, that introduction is priceless. And I do offer a referral fee for those because they are brilliant. And I'm so grateful for those affiliates. Wonderful. That's what I was hoping you would tell us, like, how can we help you get the word out? Because I'm thinking, wow, if I had known about you when my number three was in eighth grade, ninth grade, there was a whole bunch of us because she was a cheerleader, right? So the whole group of moms, we would have totally been open talking to you about this. It would have been so brilliant. So if you're listening and you think, oh my gosh, there are a whole bunch of moms in my network, my friends, and we've all got kids that we're going to go to college or we're hoping we'll go to college, just reach out to Shelly directly and let her know because she'd be happy to speak to you, to a group about what she's up to and and help you. I think it's so, so important. And Shelly, I've really appreciated having you here today with me on The Liberated Life. Thank you so much. And I'm happy to help anybody out there. Just feel free to reach out. Okay, thank you. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate talking to you about it because it is critical. And wow, nobody wants to see those kinds of debts pile up for themselves or for their kids. So if you're interested in helping your kid really get into the right place and not kill yourself with financial strain during and after. Shelly's a great person to speak with about it. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for being here today on this episode of The Liberated Life, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at quittingculture.com.